Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, Burgundy Gold today, final hour. Uh, Fred Smoot is supposed to get on with us here in a bit. We're I, I don't know which um, – maybe he's calling me now on his phone, um, Michael. I don't know. I'm on the air, Fred. I can't talk to you. <laughs> um, so, anyway, we'll try to uh, get with him. I, I think he thinks my number is the call-in number. Um. <laughs> anyway. We'll uh, we'll sort that out hopefully. He's uh, but he is calling me back at least. That's good. So we're gonna try to get him on here in a sec. The decision from Ron Rivera today was there is no decision yet. Still still deciding. The decider is still deciding on what the quarterback or who the quarterback will be coming up on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns. Not sure if I totally buy into it that he hasn't really decided, but maybe maybe that's the case. Or maybe he just wants to talk it over with some folks before it becomes public uh, as well. Uh, Michael Barnes via Twitter says, play wins, bottom line. Heineken do what he's supposed to do. To fill in when needed. Hashtag playoff push. No, he did. I mean, he did his job. Five, two, and one. And you could take that and, you know, the extra money he made off that. And, you know, it's a good resume builder, no question about it. So I think... um, Again, I would be surprised if they went back to Taylor, but you never know. But for now, we're not going to get that for sure, for sure, from the head coach. Joining us right now via the uh, BetQL guest hotline, BetSmart, be the books, download the BetQL app today. It is the one and only Fred Smoot joining us uh, here. And, uh, hey, I hope you had a good Christmas, Fred, and uh, almost New Year. How you doing? I'm doing good, brother, man. I want to know that you uh, enjoyed the gift that I got you and that you spent it all in one place. Well, uh, luckily the police are very understanding uh, near in my neighborhood, and they did not handcuff me for trying to commit um, you know, gift card fraud. Uh, they just they just went ahead and just wrote it off, and you know, obviously handed me the very large bill that I had to pay because the, the gift card was empty, as you know. So, hey man, I am your friend, and if hey, like they say, as long as you got friends like me, you would never need any more. That's true. That's true. And you wouldn't really trust anybody after that. Hey, let, what did you think today? I mean, you hear the news that there is no news. Do you really think Ron Rivera needs more time, or is this more of a gamesmanship deal with the Browns or more of a, hey, I want to make sure my team hears it from me first situation? If it was me and I was the coach, I, 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 I would not feel obligated to tell the media anything. And I'm part of the media right now. I, right. I can use that as going into advantage for this game, and – and I can make them prepare for both quarterbacks, hence never preparing for one. So at the end of the day, I would weaponize it. I hope he weaponizes it. And I hope he understands he don't have to tell anybody nothing. But if, if he has to talk to anybody, it's probably Terry McLaurin, uh, some guys that's going to be uh, initially affected by the move, see how they feel about it. But other than that, I don't think he needs anybody permission to do anything. Which way do you think ultimately he will lean uh, on the quarterback front? I, I just think this. I, I look at it as who could I 
if I started a game uh, Sunday, who could I put in if I needed somebody to come in and release and who is better? I think Taylor is better coming off the bench because this was the first time we ever seen Carson come off the bench. So sure. I think now that you literally took took this guy out the game, I think you have to stick with Carson right now. And I think it's an abundance of reasons why you have to. But you also have that option if things are not working well. This is These are the last eight quarters of the year. You can make that change and go back to Heineke as that boost if you need it to, to end out a game, how to finish a game. Yeah, you know, it's scary how much we think alike sometimes. But, yes, I agree with you there. I mean, at the end of the day, you still treat these like – Here's my starting pitcher on Sunday, or my starting quarterback, and I got a quarterback ready relief if need be because it is really – it's all hands on deck at this point. I mean, there's no tomorrow. You can't afford a loss and, and, and it would be praying for the scoreboard to come out your way anymore. I mean, you really have to look at this as two must-wins, and that's the only way we can get into the playoffs. And not too much wins. You got to look at we got to we got to win eight quarters of football. That's how that's how minute you have to break this situation down. We have to win with thirty to forty drives. Like this is this is this is the season. Like you have to understand. Like it's no saving any people. Like I want to see Curtis Samuel's returning punts. I, I don't need to save him. We either in the playoffs or we not in the playoffs. And the season is over anyway. I need all hands on deck right now. I need. No coaches holding back. Whatever you've been saving it, uh, saving for that big situation, this is that big situation. And you have to ask yourself, who do you trust? What are you going to do? Are you going to have the same game plan of running that ball downhill and now try to capitalize on the play-action game, which Carson Wentz does have a stronger arm, but I can't say if he's more accurate or more nimble in the pocket to get some of these things off because if you look at this uh, one play against the 49ers where uh, Heineken rolled out and Bosa was staring him in the face, had a blitzer coming from the other side of safety, outran him and dropped a dime uh, to Dotson. Like, I, I don't know if Ritz makes that play. So there, there you go. One of them is damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, and no, that's, a, that's a fair point. Uh, overall, though, I mean, you and I talked about it Saturday night after the game. Uh, it, it was some good stuff from Carson Wentz, but the 49ers probably are not playing the game the same when it's, you know, I think at that point, what, 30, uh, 30 to 14, right? They're two-score lead, two two-point conversions you need, and 16-point deficit. I don't think that defense was quite the same as we saw earlier. Well, the, but the good part about it is it was good to get him out there to get him some confidence. Sure. If he feel like if I can make these plays against the Forty Nerves, I can make them against anybody because we know, like anybody, this is a very mental game. And one thing that has been said about Carson in the past is people didn't know how mentally he strong he was. So I, I think it's a I think it's a plus plus. But I think the, I think the players understand what what they have in front of them. They truly like sometimes coaches can tell you this and sugarcoat it. And just because you sugarcoat a booger, it don't make it a sneaker. But they control their own destiny. They truly do. And I think that's what they have to really take advantage of right now. Sugarcoat a booger? What? (laughs) What are you talking about? I said you can sugarcoat a booger and call it a Snickers, but it's not. (laughs) It's not. Okay. <laughs> Fred Smoot is with us, cover specialist. Oh, man. Uh, via the BetQL <laughs> guest hotline. Oh, boy. With us here on Burgundy Gold today, Team 90 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, let's 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 flip it over for a minute to your defense. I mean, what the heck was going on in that secondary? Is it as simple as to write off? Well, Camp Curl's not there. They're lost. I mean, but it really has come off that way this season. When he doesn't play, they've had these moments where guys are just running wide the heck open, and that was the case against the Niners. And, and there you go. You set a my foot in. See, there's other people that always tell me, well, why you ain't got four or five picks? It ain't about picks. Somebody has to set us up, change us up, rearrange us, make sure everybody's on the same page, and that guy is Cameron Curl. He is the choir director. And when the choir director is out, the music just don't sound the same, and that's what you see. And think about this. Forrest, Jackson, we had two young. First, Butler, we had young safeties out there, very young safeties in the center hand. Center hand took advantage of that thing, making sure that they did a lot of motion, making sure the linebackers had to move, the safeties had to rock and roll. And I think there go where you miss a Cameron Curl. There go where you miss 
the captain of the back end. That's how much he's worth to this team. And hey, people forget this is his contract year too. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, he's going to – look, he's worth it. I mean, Cameron Curl, when you got to re-up with him, you've got to make sure you take care of him long-term uh, at this point uh, moving forward because he's obviously been a very valuable member of your defense. All right, Chase Young uh, well exceeded the snap total that they expected from him and overall made some plays but, you know, wasn't a liability. What did you think of Chase's performance? You know what, with Chase – Unlike everybody else, I wasn't expecting him to come out there and get 17 sacks. I was expecting him to come out there, and I want to see him play against contact. I want to see him go against Trent Williams and win and lose some battles. I saw both of them. I want to see him play against the run. I got to see that. I want to see him make a play in the pass game. He knocked the pass down. So that's everything you can want from him. And that, we talked about confidence. You know who confident, who left that game confident? That, oh, you know what, I can get back to myself? Chase Young did. So, you know, he's the addition. He, he, he's that late, that late season extra that we have, but this D-line, they're going to have to dominate the Browns because Nick Chubb is not the best back in the league, one of the best back in the league. We know Watson is he's slowly, slowly progressing and slowly getting better, but they are one-dimensional team, and that plays into our real well. Like, if you want to play big boy ball and push us around, we don't take that real favorably. So at the end of the day, this is a Ridgeway game. They need to call in Hacksaw Jim Duggan. This is his type <laughs> game. And it, 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 this is one of them games where it's going to get physical, Jack. Yeah, like, I mean, I, it, it, to me it shouldn't matter – in this game, who your starting quarterback is, because it really should be a Brian Robinson, and assuming Antonio Gibson can play, although we found out he has a sprain. We just don't know where the sprain's located until we have to find out tomorrow a situation. But it does seem like one of these games where you should be able to ground and pound these guys into submission. Yeah, not only ground and pound, like, like I always was told, if they got a, a great pass rusher, run at him. Right, so we're going to have to run at Miles Garrett. That's how you tie him down. So when you do yeah. play action, uh, he's not giving you the, the best effort on this. But if you think this defense can't play, yeah, they're not that good against the run. But this is a very talented defense. And let's just be honest, they got players all over the board. Nobody's pegging us to win this game by 30. This will be a physical, tight game. And it's going to come down to coaching. It's going to come down to uh, the fan skill against our coaching staff. It's going to come down to coaching. I said this earlier. I don't get your take on it. Fred Smith with us here on the uh, Team 980 the BetQL guest hotline talking here on Burgundy Gold today. I kind of feel like this staff, they had a lot of, a lot of goodwill um, going into that bye week, even with the tie. You know, there was a lot of good feelings around them. But, man, the, the last two weeks, and in particular the Giants game when they had the extra time, it, it kind of feels like they've lost a little bit of the public trust uh, because of those performances. Yeah, I think the Giants is the one that really stings. Yeah. I don't think nobody thought we was going to the West Coast and beating the 49ers by 30 points. But the one thing we did see in that 49ers game is we saw a defense that's just as talented as ours with a coordinator that's aggressive. So it, it kind of gives you a notion of what we could be. Uh, we saw a team in the 49ers defense win because of their defense, not win uh, in spite of uh, uh, working in tandem with. So, that's, that's everything we can be. And you're right. Yeah, maybe they lost a little favor. But if you win these last two games, these last eight quarters, nobody will care of what it went on in them last game. Because once we in the tournament, you know, you, you, anything goes there. I don't know. I think there's another level to the 49ers defense and even their offense, even though they have, you know, their third-string quarterback. Uh, the Eagles are at another level. I know this team beat them head-to-head, -head, but, you know, there was a lot of weird circumstances in that game. And I'd, I'd say Dallas showed me a little something this past week, too, by beating Philadelphia, albeit it was Gardner Minshew, not, you know, Jalen Hurts in the field. It, but, you know, the, the rest of it is just the rest of it in the NFC. I mean, and I'd include your Vikings in there because they're not, you know, they're barely beating teams. They're they're doing it, it feels like, with smoke and mirrors. And, I mean, it's incredible some of the stuff they pulled out of there, you know what, so far this season. Well, well, some people will, will go against what you're saying, Jack, and say, you know what, the Vikings are winning playoff-style football all yeah. season long because at the end of the day, Every game is going to be a three-point, ten-point game unless uh, Pat Mahomes is playing. So at the end of the day, it's, it's it, it, I think 
the Vikings, even though if we had to pick a team that we would want to play in the playoff, people would pick the Vikings. They won't be an easy out for nobody. Like you said, the Cowboys, they have the ability to be great, but they also have the ability to stank it up. And, and, and the Giants are just one of those teams. You never figure out how they continue to play tough ball with every team they play. But these guys find ways to win with Daniel Jones, and that can't be disrespected. No, no doubt. I mean, look, he they shouldn't. He should never be disrespected by anybody who watches this team here in Washington because he is owned. <laughs> he is owned. Yeah, he's owned us. He's owned us. He's owned us. He, yeah. he feels very good playing at FedEx Field. Like oh. if something comes out of him when he plays, and, and we all as players had that feel that I just love to play on. Like I love to play the Cowboys. I always love to play at Green Bay. Always had great games. There's just something about it. All right, good stuff. Hey, Fred, uh, as always, enjoyed it. Uh, I will I will talk to you next year and see you next year at FedEx Field. Uh, hey, most definitely, man. And hopefully, hopefully we got a smile on our face after the game. If not, we still got to do our job. That's right. We'll just have to drink heavily. All right, thank you. <laughs> All right, brother. Hopefully somebody will leave some leftovers for us uh, by the spot. Yeah, that would be pretty horrible. I mean, i, I got to be honest. Of all the results, and I, I was – I don't know if you missed this earlier. Maybe you did or didn't. Um you know, not only could this team actually clinch a playoff spot this weekend, they could be eliminated. <laughs> I mean, there's a world in which you could be eliminated from the postseason with a loss and a couple results this weekend. So uh, there is that. If the Lions and Packers were to win and you were to lose, your season's over. In terms of, well, it's not over. You still have to play the last game against Dallas. But in terms of any chance of getting in the playoffs. So that's that's wild, painful stuff if that happens. But there is also a scenario where you can get in with a win and help on Sunday. So there is that too. But boy, to think you could get knocked out is rather rather scary. That's why you got to win, right? You just win, takes care of itself. You win the following week, you're in. You don't have to worry about anybody helping you, anything else. All right, I want to get back to some calls. Thanks to Fred Smith for joining us. 301-230-0980. All right, the no decision decision. Do you really think Ron Rivera is still thinking about it, number one? Um... Number two, if you want to weigh in on what he should be th- what he should be deciding when he does make that decision, uh, feel free to have at it. Or do you think you know what? Why even say anything this week? Why not send both quarterbacks to the podium tomorrow and just keep everybody guessing the whole week? And I don't think it's that big of an advantage, but you know how these coaches are. You know how the NFL is, man. They're very weird about just any little extras, right? They're very strange about giving any extras when needed. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess there is a case to be made. There's no point of even announcing a quarterback until Sunday. Call it a game-time decision, right? Call it a game-time decision. But uh, more than likely, it's hard to keep secrets in 2022, let alone 2023 almost, because somebody's going to tell their agent, their big-mouth agent owes Ian Rappaport a favor because he helped him, you know, get a ride to the airport one time or he wrote some story about one of his clients that was, you know, complimentary, whatever it may be. You know, there's somebody that's going to leak, right? There's always this. There's just too many people uh, to keep that, to keep the cover on this thing. Because you're going to have to have a lean because the starter's going to need to get all the reps. And it really, frankly, against the Cleveland Browns should not matter. And it doesn't matter to them. They're not losing sleep. Oh, my God, is it, Car- is it Carson Wentz or is it Taylor Heineke? No, they're not really worried about that. Sure, Taylor's a little bit more mobile. He's, he's a little bit smaller. Hi, uh, you know, Wentz has got the bigger arm. That's all you get to figure. That's all. And they both throw into coverage, okay? And they both can be sacked. And one guy drifts into sacks. The other guy, when you get to him, you know, has not had the best ball security of late. So, again, nothing to be totally blown away about. you got to know how to tackle number eight. And um, that's really the biggest thing you gotta you got to deal with. All right, 301-230-0090. Back to calls on the other side in the final uh, 40 or so. Burgundy Gold today, Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 pre- Precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yep. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho, Ho, H to the O-V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-V. All right, back here, bringing the gold today. Team 98 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. Scott Jackson with you here till uh, 3, then it is the Hoffman Show. Doc will be back with us tomorrow here on Burgundy Gold today. Thanks to Fred Smoot for joining us. Uh, the decision was no decision, yet at least, from Ron Rivera. Uh, says he will uh, finish up meetings today with the staff, and then tomorrow they'll talk to players and they'll go from there. Of course, they are in the field tomorrow. At that point, it'll be pretty obvious who the starter is. The media, although don't get, do not get to see a ton of practice, it's pretty obvious the pecking order of the starters. When you're out there, um, unless, of course, they drag their feet and they kick the media out early, I guess they could keep it going. Um, Rivera, on the factors why he's looking to make it, before he makes the decision, says, just want to make sure I've got an opportunity to speak to everybody before I make a decision. I want to make sure I've got all the thoughts and ideas, concepts. And again, at the end of the day, a decision's going to be made based on what I believe is best for us going forward, what I think gives us the best opportunity right now. That's what it's really all about. So there you go. Um, he was asked how big the player opinion is. said, for me, it's important. I mean, they should have a voice and understand as far as what I'm thinking as well. So there you have it. No decision as of yet. But don't be surprised tomorrow if one of these national NFL people starts tweeting it out before we <laughs> before there's ever a, a media avail. All right. Um, 301-230-0980. All right. Do you think it's that hard of a decision for Ron Rivera? Do you think he's this torn up? Is it is he this, I don't know, conflicted is maybe the best way to put it? Or do you think it's just one of those things where, no, nah, little gamesmanship with the Browns. Why tell them any earlier than you have to? Um, you know, maybe it is as simple as he would like the team to hear it from him first, uh, as, as opposed to, you know, hey, Coach Rivera on the Zoom call, you know, and they're looking at their socials and their phones blowing up as they're coming back in from a little bit of a holiday respite. I don't know. Maybe that's it, too. All right, let's get to uh, some calls here, and we're going to start in uh, Bowie with Steve. Steve, how you doing? You're next up here on Burgundy Gold today. Happy holidays, Mr. Jackson. You too, um, question for me is, well, twofold. Mm-hmm. Um, your two quarterbacks that are possibly going to play are 180 degrees different from each other. So your playbook or your plan is going to definitely decide on which one is going in. You don't have similar skill sets. But more so troubling to me, and I don't know if anybody's really mentioned this, but I know I counted at least 10 to 15 low snaps in the last game. Um, so who's going to be the center? Is it going to be this guy? Can he correct that? Yeah, um, I mean, Wes Schweitzer is your center. Everything yeah. yeah, I mean, Schweitzer's the center, um, you know, unless, again, he's not – unless he's hurt. Nick Martin actually was the guy who had the snap issues earlier in the season uh, prior to Schweitzer, but – I don't know if it's ten to fifteen, um, but that's interesting. Now you, you, you check it, check it out right. because Taylor's short. 
So yeah. he's, he, you know, he scooted mm-hmm. down yeah. and was able to make that adjustment. Mm-hmm. But it was it was so noticeable, and normally that's not something that's even on my radar. So, gotcha. yeah, um, okay. you you got to put that playbook out there because once again, you know, they're totally different quarterbacks. But yeah, I mean, but if you remember, I mean, not a lot. Not a ton has changed. Not as much as some of us had hoped drastically in, in terms of using the quarterback's wheels, uh, using the quarterback's mobility. The bigger thing is this Taylor gets rid of the ball quicker and he doesn't drift into sacks, right? Yeah, he didn't throw downfield the way Wentz does, but Wentz wasn't throwing the way, downfield the way everybody thinks Wentz does either prior to his injury. I mean, he wasn't. Go back and watch the games. Uh, you know Taylor actually the last couple of weeks has done a much better job moving the ball down, you know, pushing it downfield. Uh, red zones, you know, not been very good. The third down has not been very good. Although there were some improvements in those areas, ironically, uh, this weekend before he got sat down. And you know, bottom line, they're going to run the hell out of the ball, even if it's wins. I mean, they, they should. If they don't, then shame on them. They can't get into a drop back game. I mean, either neither one of these quarterbacks should be asked to throw the ball in the forties. Uh, you know, 40 times attempts. I mean, the, the attempts need to be lower, and there needs to be more of a ball control ability. You know, look, Carson, to some successes in stretches last year, played in an offense like that with the Colts, but also, you know, ultimately couldn't win the last two weeks, and they needed him to when he was forced to make plays, when, you know, it wasn't just Jonathan Taylor, you know, able to carry the team at that point. So we'll see. This is a better team all around them, I believe. Now, the offensive line, you know, they got some deficiencies in terms of pass blocking and stretches. Like you heard the coach earlier say he's not as concerned as some others are at this moment with that. Maybe he thinks that's more of a Scott Turner thing. I don't know. That's interesting to hear him say that because he's, he's put his left tackle in some tough spots on a couple occasions over his last few weeks. And it's all anybody seems to remember. Uh, Bob, go ahead, buddy. You're next up here on the uh, Team Nightly. What's happening? What's going on, Scotty? Happy holiday. Alright, Scott, Scott, let's get to the first of all, big big shout out for bringing Mr. Goldie, the workout man. Yes. That's right. I'll go, man, I'll always keep it real. I love Al Goldie takes. You know, he's hundred percent correct when it comes to what he said about Carson. We gotta find out. Now, let me get down to the real thing, the no decision like you call it. Mm-hmm. Uh man, I'm gonna tell you something. What I believe is there is a fight right now. What mm-hmm. I call a fight is is between Ron and Terry. Because we all know, three weeks ago, I was saying this. When they were saying, let's bring him, let's bring him. I say, I think Ron is, you know, butt-heading with uh, Terry. But the problem is, I think he already made the decision. And I believe uh, one's going to start. But like you say, if we lose, we're losing the season. So this game, there is so much on this game. Trust me. Because Ron's job, like I say, everybody has job. Once, career. You know, all of that is going to be online. So yeah. they better win. I know they got to win. If they don't win, Ron can be fired. Wentz going to be a backup in this league. And we're going to move to the same. Tell these people to slow down on that same train. Sam is a rookie. Let him learn. You know, next year, we can talk about Sam. I ain't taking no risk putting that kid inside. You know, let's go, Commander. I, I, man, I'm going to let you go ahead. All right, Bob. Thanks, buddy. Well, I know you want everybody to be fired constantly, but I, I've got bad news for you on that front. The, the, they're not going to fire a coach in the middle of a sale, right? Like they're about to sell the franchise, right? He's not going to fire the staff, and you don't even know when this is going to be settled and then be out looking for a new staff. You know what I mean? Like you need to know who owns the team first before you do all that stuff. So I think this group knows w- damn well that they're safe <laughs> for another year. The staff does. Now the front office stuff, you can the timeline doesn't matter. You can change that whenever, right? You you can bring in business people whenever. And but there does become a date where it's very difficult to replace an entire coaching staff. I don't see that. Um and again, the, the best case scenario everybody will tell you for a sale, assuming it happens, would be March. You know, and usually by that point it's the straggler firing season at that point. All right, let's grab uh, Charlie in College Park. Charlie, how are you doing? You're next up here on uh, Burgundy Gold today. Hey, Scott. Good hey, afternoon, man. man. Hey, buddy. Um, I think the decision's already been made about quarterback. I think it's yeah. Wentz all the way. I, I can't afford it, but I've got 10 bucks that says it's Wentz. <laughs> Ron, hasn't made, 
if Ron, if Ron hasn't made up his mind yet and his coaches haven't, uh, I'd be surprised. I, if he's talking to players, coaches don't go to players, who should I play at quarterback? Get real. It's coach speak, man. He might be going to the lineman and saying, look, when Carson Wentz was in an early part of the season, the pass protection was poor. Philadelphia almost killed him with nine sacks. You know, people forget. I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan over, over Taylor, although if I had a choice, I'd take uh, Wentz. But keep in mind, the pass protection when Wentz was playing early in the season was putrid. Everybody stereotyped Wentz. Oh, he's no good. He can't escape this. And he gives up the – well, guess what? There's only one game where Washington dominated another team. That's the Philadelphia game. The whole, I mean, they dominated the whole game. But other than that, Washington had nothing but squeaky wins or, you know, life and death wins. So, you know, Taylor Heineke is not burning up the world. We know that. Okay? Um, they, they're going to kick themselves at the end of the season. If they don't make the playoffs, to me, I'd go back to the second Giant game. That was a killer. They yeah, gave that game away, and that was a coaching loss. That is the, the pivotal game. They could have locked it up, but they didn't do it. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. Thanks for the call. Yeah, listen, Carson will drift into sacks, though. He does hold the ball too long. That's what the only – the real my big takeaway from Sunday or Saturday – keep doing the Sunday thing. Christmas Eve. How about I say that for now? Christmas Eve was he was getting rid of the ball quicker than before. Um, you know, but can he do that for a full game if he has to? Can he make quicker decisions, get it out quicker? Can he be accurate? Do we not have to talk about the catch radius? You know, those kind of things. But, yes, their offensive line, you know, their worst game was Philadelphia. They got their ass handed to them. There's no question about it. But, again, you can go back to that game, the Tennessee game. He drifts into sacks. That's just who he is. He's always been that way. Um, and he can't move away from people like he used to. He used to be able to run away from guys. He just suplex his way out. He doesn't do that anymore. Uh, the Titans game was the eye-opener for me, the home game where they lost, where it was Simmons ran him down, and he had a 10-yard head start. And I know Simmons is fast, but it was like it was crazy. Um, how slow Carson was. So those things concern me a little bit. But, you know, hey, if you really lean into being run first, that's then it'll be all right, I suppose, hopefully. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, but, again, I, I, I do think he cares what the players think, but he did say it's going to be my decision. I just think they're also maybe just wanting to – Make sure they're all on the same page as a staff, you know, from Scott to Zampezi to the OC, remember the O-line coach, Matsko, maybe that's where it's coming from. I don't know if Jack Del Rio and the defensive guys have anything to say about this or get any opinion on I would think this is all about the offensive staff. All right, if you're on the line hanging, there, we'll get back to you on the other side. i uh, got about 20-plus minutes to go, 301-230-0980. What do you make of the non-decision decision today by Ron Rivera? And um, ultimately, who do you think it needs to be when he does make that decision on QB1 for Sunday's must-win against the Browns? We'll get to you next here. Burgundy Gold today. Team 980, streaming live on the free Odyssey app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is Chicago Bulls starting lineup. All right, back here, Burgundy Gold today. Scott Jackson in with you, solo. Tomorrow, Doc will be back with me here on the Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. If you missed it earlier, no decision. Decision from Ron Rivera on the quarterback says he's going to give it another day. Uh, as he wants to talk to the players, wants to finish up talking to his staff, uh, which was happening after that Zoom call, so I'm assuming they've done that by now. And then the decision will come out tomorrow at some point, I would suspect. But again, he's not obligated to do any of it until uh, kickoff Sunday. So we shall see. I don't think the Browns are spending any extra time, like, freaking out over that. (laughs) I really don't. I don't see the Browns, like, 
staff, like, oh, my God, why can't they just tell us already? Like, losing sleep. Is it Wentz or is it Heineken? There's enough, there's enough out there on all of them. They're going to be more focused on, all right, how do we slow down the run and let one of these guys drop back more often and, you know, then go hunt. Because, you know, lost in all the hoopla of the benching and, hey, Carson had that good drive and that touchdown pass on Sunday was the pass before the TD should have been a pick. (laughs) Much like the guy who played before him, he'll throw the ball uh, in an area where the other team can get their hands on it. Can they come down with it or not remains, you know, is the whole other part of it, right? He'll He'll give you some chances, as they like to say, much like the other guy. And he'll also give Miles Garrett a lot more chances when he drops back to go eat you know so that that's the other thing that uh we cannot fool ourselves about they've got to be very balanced and keep the browns guessing on sunday that's for sure but joe woods i really don't think is like freaking him out right now that he doesn't know if it's wentz or 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 heineke come on i mean there's there's enough of both he's gonna be okay all right three zero one two three zero zero nine let's get to bones in dc bones how you doing this afternoon my main man Scott, let me give a big shout out to Eminem, you know, your your whole your uh superstar producer. He's the man. Man, you know uh, Hey Scott, man, I'm gonna tell you something, man. Uh you know, I've been hearing a lot of stuff, right, you know, and you know, I've been watching the games and all that, man. You know, this goes back, man, to the you know, to uh uh uh, uh to the off season, man, you know, when they didn't address they should have address this offensive line, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it don't matter which quarterback is back there as far as I'm concerned, you know. Of course, I like Taylor, you know what I mean? But I'm saying Wentz got some skills, too. But from the beginning of the season, man, up until now, man, this offensive line has been in shambles, man. They did not re-sign Earth Flowers. They did not re-sign Brandon Sherb. You know, so what we got, man, is this makeshift offensive line and, you know, players that lost have been going down, Cosby been going down, Slice have been going down, you know. And then when Ron took, you know, he took Taylor out, I mean, Taylor was doing all right. You know what I mean? Taylor didn't have a bad game. You know, it's just the, you know, the offensive line couldn't protect them, you know. The offensive line couldn't protect them. So now you're going to this thing now – a week 17 about, you know, with quarterback all the time. You wanted to put Wentz in there all the time. You know, it wasn't that they, you know, it ain't like uh, 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 Taylor did anything wrong. He could he had no protection. You know, you wanted to put Wentz in there. And, you, and that was your opportunity to make that move. Now you're talking about you haven't made a decision. Now you made a decision because you said it uh, uh, in the beginning, Scott Jackson, this all some BS. It's all some BS, man. You know, the offensive line is not protecting these guys, man. They're not giving them time. And Taylor is not going to run out of the pocket because he don't want to take a chance of getting himself hurt and ruin this opportunity. So I understand that part. But Ron keeps giving us a lot of BS, man. It's the offensive line, man. Thanks for taking my call, Scott. I love y'all guys. Peace, man. All right, thanks, Bones. Like, I think the offensive line's had some bad games. I don't think they're as terrible as you think, but they did make some bad decisions uh, this offseason, starting with cutting Eric Flowers. They didn't have to resign him. They cut him, right? They cut him. Um, obviously, they brought in Norwell from Jacksonville, who they had worked with in Carolina. Turner, who was in Pittsburgh. And, you know, again, the Steelers didn't think much of him to keep him. And he's not been to the level of the guy that they knew in Carolina and look, he settled down and played some good weeks, but but not great. They they don't pull well. We've been over this. They screen poorly because uh, there's not a lot of athleticism with that group. Sadly, they lost Schweitzer early. Obviously, they've been you know, it's been a turnstile at center. Uh, Schweitzer's back, you know, but you'd really prefer he be a guard. Uh, obviously, Ruye's your regular center. He got hurt again after coming off of surgery. So yeah, I mean there there needs to be a concerted and a hard like CSI look at the O line going into next year. And I don't think the tackles are nearly as bad as a lot of folks do. But anyway, are, do we have a Trent Williams in this roster? No, we do not. Do not. But yes, there were definitely some moves that were made, one of which created a need. I don't think I would have paid Brendan Sheriff $20 million either. He doesn't play enough for me. Um, he was very good when he plays, but he doesn't play enough. He didn't want to be here. They offered him a pretty good contract. I don't think this was like a, a Kirk Cousins situation where they misplayed it from the jump. Uh 
you know, I don't know if there's teams trying to trade for guards who make that much money. Once he went on the franchise tag, I mean, you were kind of stuck. Like, he was going to ride it out, and either you were going to get a deal done at the end, or he was out. And obviously, he was out. So, that I, you know, that that's on them to not have built the debt behind him. I'll give you that. But the Flowers one's a weird one. That's the one that, you know, they still can't answer to. And I'm not somebody who says they need to go beg him tomorrow to come back because he's, he's not going to be any help to you this late in the year. However, uh, that one's weird. And nobody else picked him up. And the only place he's ever been good is here, by the way. He's stunk everywhere else. I uh, was a terrible tackle with the Giants. I uh, was not good enough in Cleveland. They moved on from him, obviously. Then, you know, Dolphins, same deal. But been, you know, been a guy that, when in this particular franchise, has been very good at ta- guard. Just didn't seem like something you needed to do. All right, let's grab Pete in Maryland next. Pete, you're next up here on the uh, team that I need. Yes, I enjoy your show. I've been listening to it for years. Uh, I just have a couple of things. Yes. Um, I mean, they're doing better than they did last year. They still have a shot to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, if they make the playoffs, and I think they have a good chance to win both these games, uh, their offensive line is a good run-blocking offensive line, mm-hmm. but their pass protection is not good. And no matter who's back there. And um, Ron Rivera, if they make the playoffs, that's two out of the three years he's been here. So um, I think Scott Turner may be the person that they need to let go. I don't know what he's calling. I go back to that Philadelphia game uh, where they beat Philly in Philly and dominated them with the run. Why haven't they stuck with that offense, like from opening bell to – uh, closing well, bell. I mean, every you know. week's different. You, they tried to pound it on the Niners. They couldn't. Let's be real. The yeah. Niners stood up. They they could not run on the Niners the way they did against them. Why did he abandon it against the Giants? Is still the million dollar question. Well, how does you know Antonio Gibson? Or excuse me, not Antonio Gibson. Brian Robinson get four carries in the second half mm-hmm. after crushing them in the first half is shocking. I have no idea. But yeah, I mean, they're listen. Go back and watch the Philadelphia game someday with some clearer eyes and. Yeah, as, as great as it was, it wasn't quite the dominating force that some of us want to br- remember it as. A lot of circumstance in that game that was fortunate, even though they held the ball for an extremely long period of time. Philadelphia is a receiver get up off the ground who gets stripped from behind and fumbles in deep in commander's territory, okay? They have a, f- a, a, a strip of uh, Dallas Goddard as his face mask is getting ripped off his head. Uh, that should have been a penalty, all right? And then they get the last touchdown that makes it look like an easy win on a crazy lateral play. I mean, but they were obviously sweating the de- – you know, they were sweating that one out as well like they were previous weeks, so – Again, in, in the time, they needed it more than anything ever, and it was great, and it was cool to see them keeping Hurts standing on the sideline. A.J. Brown was injured in the game early. was never the same dude. He twisted his ankle and never was the same dude in that game. And I've watched every Eagles game since then. He's a lot better now. So if there was a rematch there, I wouldn't suspect a similar result, to be frankly honest with you. Don't see it. But anyway, thanks for the call. I just think this, as further we get from that Eagles game, I mean, it's like the freaking Super Bowl now. <laughs> it was the top win of the year. Don't get me wrong. It was a hell of a gameplay. But, no, you can't replicate things just because you did it one week. This team has been very good at winning the time of possession. I mean, that's great, but it doesn't matter if you don't score touchdowns or if you turn the ball over, which they did last week. And that's what happened there. Or in the case of the Giants game where they flipped the script on you. I mean, they flipped it on, on Washington. Because they decided, all right, we're going to get stubborn here with the run and jam it down your throat, and they couldn't stop them. And they took the ball away from him, kept them on the sidelines. All right, if you're on the line, hang in there. we got one more segment to go. Uh, Tim, Skip, Steve, Ronald, hang in there. We'll get to you on the other side at uh, 301-230-0980. It is Burgundy Gold today. Team 980 streaming live on the free Odyssey app. All right, Burgundy Gold today, final segment. Before we hand it over to the Hoffman Show, Doc will be back with us tomorrow here between noon to 3. Maybe we'll know who the quarterback is officially by then, but I think the safe, the betting dollars, I don't know what the bet QL um, breakdown is it on it is right now, but I, I'm thinking it's still very strong towards Carson Wentz. All right, Ron and Greenbelt, thanks for waiting. You're next up here on the uh, Team 980. How you doing? Hey, Scotty, how you going? Good, buddy. Uh, Rivera, Rivera, Rivera. There he goes again, rolling the dice. I think he pretty much knows. What he wants some guys to do, sit around draw straws, players. I think he pretty much has a decision. And I think it comes to a point where if it goes wrong, he can use that as an excuse. Like, oh, well, you know, I talked to the players. Behind, behind the back, he's not going to say that publicly, you know. 
But well, again, today he did say it was his decision. I mean, to be crystal clear, he said it's my decision. I just want to get everybody's input on it. But at the end of the day, it's my decision. I have to make it. I have to become. So he's not, you know, he's not trying to, you know, play a he shell game here. Decision. Yeah. He yeah. only made the decision. So he's just going to inform the players. Right, that what right. It is? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. I, I think. Yeah, was, yeah. I yeah. thought he was going to have a decision. With, yeah, I'm going to say coaches don't go to players first. You know, they don't run their salary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. No, yeah, no. So that, I see. I see. Yeah. Because that would cause a lot of friction if that was the case. No. But anyway, I think he's going to probably go with Wentz. Mm-hmm. Because you got to understand, I think he's certainly going to trust the quarterback who could not create the most turnovers. Because Heineke's played well, don't get me wrong, done good his first. But the turnovers, if you look back at the last three games, the turnovers came like the hundred. Yeah. If you take back all those six turnovers you had, we probably went two out of those three games. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thanks for calling. Now, the turnovers have been a problem lately, no question. Um Ron via Twitter, not, I'm not the same Ron, said Ron has made his decision. Carson's probably the safe bet. But I like underdogs, and sometimes they deserve the opportunity even when the odds are against them. Yeah, I think he has made a decision as well, but uh, they have, they're not going to share it at the present time. Hey, Tim, go ahead. You're next up here on Burgundy Gold today. Hello, how are you doing today? Good, Tim. How are you? Um, you know, I got a little um, thing with that. Tyler Heineke is like a no-brainer for me to start because at the end of the day, and every big game this year for the Eagles, the first half, he got the pass the ball. Against Minnesota, he got the pass the ball. We was, had a good lead in these games, like 10 and like 14 or 13 against both of these teams, which are top things. 49ers game, we could have took the lead, but we didn't let him pass the ball inside the five-yard line which takes away from stats from him, which he did, you know. And, I mean, just at the end of the day, it seems like he gets a lead and then we go to the running game, and the running game actually bring us down. It actually gives a team a chance to get back in the game. I know it runs the clock. I know it do all that. But Taylor Heineke, when he has, like, three receivers, which is bad because the defensive ends do know it's a pass, mm-hmm. and you got these defensive ends that are very good. But why not put an extra tight end? to block him and give him a little extra time, which receiving calls the best part of our team. It is the best part of our team. And we don't give him enough plays, which we Dotson just grew a chemistry with Tallahassee. And he's been killing the last week. And imagine where him and Terry McLaurin could be together if you give, if you give him time in the pocket with a Curtis Samuels and coming out the backfield with either Robinson or um, – um, hey, Gibson. 24. Yeah, Gibson, yeah. Now, listen, thanks for the call. I, I think the, the offense you just talked about is the, is the Carson Wentz offense. It's not the Taylor Heineke offense in their minds. And, and you can see the way they've called games. It's certainly not the way they would call it with, with Taylor, but they would with Carson. Um, and, you know, they had, again, some success with that approach with Carson, but not a, but not a consistent level of success. Um, because it was really just two games. It was the first game against Jacksonville, and, of course, Carson gave the Jaguars two opportunities to get back into the game, which they did. And then the Detroit game where they were horrific for a full half and then got their act together when it was too late in the second half to make things interesting. All right, Skip in D.C., what's happening? You're next up here on Burgundy Gold today. Hey, I think Ron just needs to talk to Jonathan Allen and Terry McLaurin. And then – those are the two leaders of the team. If they're good, and they're going to do what Ron says. I heard Terry being interviewed, and they asked him, you know, if they if they went to sure. Carson, he was fine with that. So, I mean, they they understand. And you you said just now that Carson only had really two games where he threw the ball downfield consistently. What one half, one one game and one half. But I would say he threw the ball pretty well against the Titans. Uh, Deami Brown, two plays. Okay. Yeah, and th- th- remember okay. they had they had zero third down conversions prior to the last drive where they put up seventy something yards in that game, and he put up most of those in the air. I think all those in the air. So that game looks really good on paper if you didn't watch it. But if you watch the game, you know damn well that that was one of the more frustrating games this team had of the season too. Uh, they couldn't well, stay on true. the field. You know, they couldn't stay on the field, and that's been what – that was the biggest sin to me of him was he, he would never take this stuff. You needed a third and five, and he's throwing it 15 to 20 yards downfield, and you got guys in the flat running open. I mean, it's dri- driving crazy. 
I mean, again, take the layups is what they used to say to him in Tennessee, but he didn't do it enough here. And he, right. he's not good at it. And remember, we learned about the word that the phrase catch radius came out this summer after this guy was, was traded for. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. There's a reason there's this catch radius thing that's a thing because he's not the most accurate fellow in the world, right? Like when it's, Especially when it's the intermediate to short stuff. That's, that's his weakness. I mean, how many deep balls do you really think you get to hit in a game? I mean, this is what's fascinating to me. Uh, I mean, if you watch the NFL, I mean, how many deep balls is Brock Purdy really throwing? And they're they're humming along. I mean, this offense, they got guys that yak it, man. They can yak if you get in the ball in space. And the, and the, the uh, plays are designed for that. They do. It's super to have the deep ball thread. Don't get me wrong. If I was in a punt, pass, and kick competition tomorrow, I'm taking Carson Wentz. No question about it. I don't know if he can kick it, though. Uh, Steve in L.A., what's happening? Final word. Okay. Hey, uh, Scott. So, uh, okay. What position – well, who on the team has to be a better decision-maker than the quarterback? Yeah, That's I mean, the coach. Question. The coach. Coach, exactly. Mm-hmm. And this coach, even though he said that he wanted to make a decision early mm-hmm. so to, to give the, the players a chance <laughs> to adjust, does what? Punts it, right? What, who does he punt to? Other – to, to, to the to the team, to, to well, the players? Well, again, he said he wanted to make the decision. I, mean, I don't know if he said he was going to make it uh, public early in the week, but you're right. I mean, he has a little wiggle room there. This is very comes off very much like a politician in a sense uh, with, with exactly. the way he, he, he's That's selling exactly it. it. Yeah, he's not yeah. a coach. He's not a coach, okay? Yeah. He, he does not know what he's doing. Seriously. All right, I got to run, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. It's fair. Look, it's fair. But, again, he's not obligated to tell anybody anything as long as his team knows and the quarterbacks involved know. And they're all on board, you know, as far as the staff is concerned. But, yeah, he did say it was his decision uh, today, and it will be his in his decision alone. All right. Thanks to Fred Smoot. Thanks to Al Gawley for joining us. Thanks to Michael uh, for producing. We'll be back tomorrow. Doc Walker will be back with us then. The Hoffman Show straight ahead. Scott Jackson saying so long. Have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow at high noon here on the Team Nightly streaming live on the free Odyssey app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.